Hey, what's up, everybody? This is JC, Pastor of Olive Church. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Please don't forget to share our audios. God bless you. What's up, guys? You're here with us at Underground. It's a new project that we have going on. It's a podcast. Um, right here, we just want you to learn and grow a little bit more and to understand what uh, the Word of God has for you today. Not only today, but every single day of your life. I, our goal here is just for you to take this wisdom, take this knowledge, and be able to practice it at your home, in your job, in your personal life, everything. And we hope it's a blessing to you. Uh, my name is Esteban Sotarain. We have Pastor JC Medina right here. We have Leo Sierra and Basito El Bash Medina. Yes. And now, um, Pastor JC is going to be giving us a little bit of his knowledge, a little bit of his wisdom. Pastor JC, if you want to just... Sure. Well, today, we're here because we're talking about this whole month we're going to do about dysfunctional family and who doesn't come from a dysfunctional family, right? I think right, right now everybody is pretty much re- being raised and growing up in a dysfunctional family, mm-hmm. right? So today it's going to be amazing because we're going to find out uh, one of the reasons of, of no identity, low self-esteem, you know, and we're going to be talking about how to find a solution for this, how to overcome low self-esteem, and how to find your identity. So, it's amazing. Yeah, that's right. It is very amazing. And today, what you're going to be seeing is a little bit of discussion, of of course, of what the introduction that Pastor just said, healing of the soul, um, just becoming a little bit more secure in yourself and your identity and your, building that character, building a little bit of more discipline. And today, we're just going to talk, uh, touch a little bit on that topic. So... Pastor's going to go ahead and go uh, continue with this topic. And we have Leo and Bash here. They're going to be asking some questions. Pay attention. They, they can be of, of blessings to you. I believe in and I have faith because they can. Um, they might be questions that you might be having. So, Pastor, if you want to go ahead. And okay, well, first of, all, for, first of all, I want to start with questions myself. You know, and everybody out there listening and watching, what, what part of your life was dysfunctional? You know, at what age you found out that you were living a dysfunctional life? You know, I know it's a little profound question, and I know my son Sebastian's right here. He's going to probably throw shade, but that's all right. That's all right. Um, the idea is to, to uh, familiarize ourselves with whoever's listening and watching. Okay. So, Esteban. Talk to us a little bit about your family mm-hmm. and how is your family dysfunctional? Okay. So, or, um, excuse me, how were you, how did you grow up in a dysfunctional family? Okay. That's a better question. Yeah, I would say um, I grew up in a dysfunctional family. Coming from a Mexican culture, it's more of a, you have the, the, the dad being very uh, macho, you know, the mom being very, mm, you can say, either religious or very cultural-like, following what both of them kind of the same but the reason why I believe that um, was I grew up in a dysfunctional family and I didn't realize this until recently but it was because um, even though I had both parents there I never really had a true understanding of who I was and what my true identity was and what my purposes was I always had that that hunger for that but I was never never really um, how can I say knowledgeable of what I who I am as a person what am I supposed to be doing on this earth and 
what's what's the next step from there? There was really no ambition, nothing like that. So I believe that that's that's the root of that is a dysfunctional family because um, and you can't blame your parents, of course, but it was because maybe it was they weren't taught the same things, and of course, they only taught what they learned. Okay. Leo. You know, um, it's it's funny because as soon as I hear dysfunctional, you know, my one of the first things that pops up is, well, nothing's wrong. You know, and I, I love my parents. I loved everything that they did for me. But um, I think your introduction, Pastor, is uh, good. I mean, we all come from something, you know, and, and, and nobody's perfect. And so the, the word dysfunctional actually kind of, um, I can almost say, uh, hurt me in a sense where like I don't want to be able to say that but I think at the same time that's also God revealing to me that the dysfunctional part of what we grew up with was a lot of pride exactly and um, it's funny how I you know I, I, I don't want to share that I don't want to be too open about that because it's not to throw shade at anybody or anything but to, to, to say that we grew up with a lot of pride would be an understatement yeah. You know, and, and, and I understand for certain things you can be proud of and you can, you know, be happy about certain things about the way they're going in your life and things like that. But the pride that, you know, that you can go on your own strength, um, that, that, that all you need is you and, and, and family. And there's, there's, there's truth to that in a sense where, you know, you have control over things. But as soon as you give it up to God, you really start to find out what the real true strength is, at least in my opinion, in my experience. Um, the pride has been one of the biggest things that I see, um, not only in my family, but in a lot of different families, right. and especially in our Hispanic culture, that really seems to be, quote unquote, dysfunctional. And learning how to break that is um, probably one of the biggest difficulties and biggest blessings because with pride, you don't want to admit that you have pride because you're too prideful to admit it. Um, so you almost go into this paradox, you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's most certainly there. And, um, and uh, you know, with, with this podcast, you know, it's, it's, I know it's going to reveal a lot to us and to all the listeners out there. And it's going to be a really fun process to see, you know, how, uh, how we mature spiritually in the, on an individual basis, but how all the listeners out there as well is able to mature from this. So Absolutely. Um, thank you for starting with the question because it's already hitting my soul. Right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. What about Bash? Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a bit different, you know, for a pastor's kid because... Uh, you know, well, it's a pastor, and so automatically you have this almost uh, what you would call uh, an expectation or, you know, a kind of pre predisposed mindset about who a pastor should be and uh, how they should act. And uh, the funny thing is that people, people don't like to acknowledge that everyone, no matter who you are, they have a past. And I, I forgot where I heard it, but I heard it somewhere. It says, uh, pastor starts with past, so I have a past. Don't forget that. And it, and it makes sense because you don't, you can't judge anyone in the end. Uh, but when I started realizing that I had a dysfunctional family, it wasn't, it was more when, when my brother looked to me for, you know, uh, for guidance and for all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm barely making it through my life, you know, my way. How do you think it's going to work for you? And not only that, but um, I mean, we're different people. So we have different ways of going about life and different ways about handling things. And so he relied a lot on me, whereas I was like, why don't you just do it yourself? Like, I did it myself. You can do the same thing. And so it was more of uh, 
it was uh, experiencing that my mom was bitter against my dad for the littlest things and that my brother looked to me a lot to, to find my dad, which I, I didn't understand. I didn't really like it because I couldn't have my own childhood, you know. And so that's kind of when I started to understand that my family was dysfunctional was when there were certain roles that were empty or that were missing or that were halfway uh, accomplished. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it was dysfunctional for me. I can tell you when I was, I was, I must have been like eight years old, and and I still I remember my parents arguing and fighting. You know, you can already see uh, what was going to happen in the future with them too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was very difficult growing up because I grew up also in a in a domestic violence environment. Also, with alcoholism was a big issue in in our lives, and I still I still remember. My father being, being violent towards me, towards my mother and my sister, you know, and um, it was very difficult growing up like that. So what happens when, when we grow up in a dysfunctional family? And, and that's the question. What happens? What happens, uh, to, what happens to the children? What happens to the parents? Uh, Sebastian said something right now very important. He said that the bitterness of my mother, you know, okay, uh, fine. Where did this bitterness come from? Because not all the time is because of the husband's fault or the wife's fault, but it's deeper than that, you know? And what I like to say when I do counseling sessions is that nobody's at fault. Nobody's at fault. It's not the husband or, or the wife's fault. It's not the mom or the father's fault. It's not the child's fault either. It's a problem, and that's the situation, that there is a problem in the family. So when we do counseling, we, we don't point fingers. Oh, it's your fault. Oh, it's your fault. And it's because of you or because of you. In reality, is because there is a, a problem there. Now, where does the, the problem come from? That's a big question. In the Bible, we see through the Bible, through all the people that, that uh, the prophets and, and, and the messengers of God and the people that took the word of God, you can see dysfunctional families in between them. I'll just mention one, David, you know, King David. You know, when Samuel the prophet went and, and looked for, for the king on, 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 on this family's children, they were all sitting right there, and the prophet went inside, and, and, and it wasn't any of those, of those kids. And the, pro, and the prophet asked, hey, there's one more. Do you have one more? And then the parents, the, the father and the brother started looking at each other like, it can't be David, he's just a shepherd. You know, just there alone, you can see rejection, mm-hmm. you know. And we grow up the same way sometimes, you know. Sometimes some, some of us grow up rejected, grow up abandoned, you know, grow up in a family dysfunc- dysfunctional. Um, not only that, but uh, in bitterness, right? So it's got to do with so many things. Now, where do you, the, another question is, where do you guys think, the problem of pride comes from your, mm-hmm. in your house, in your case, and the problem of bitterness comes from, in your case, you know? And how does pride affect you, and how bitterness is affecting you now? And what were you telling us about um, your family? Lack of, lack of security. Lack, oh, of, lack of self-esteem. Uh, yeah, lack right? of self-esteem. Now tell me, you tell me, look, look at your parents, look at your families, and tell me where does it come from? Who do you see it on, your father or your mother? Right? Let's find out. Let me see. Let me hear your 
your answers? Well, for me, I think I see a lot of lack of security in both of them, to be completely honest. But in the one I see it the most, and I think the one that's, that now that we're going into the topic and we're going so deep into it, I would have to say that it's in my father and my dad. Okay. Because um, there's no... The house is upside down in a way. It's just, does he speak English? He does not speak oh, okay. English. <laughs> I love you, Dad, by the way. Just in case you listen. You just, you just in case he, he decides to learn this in this next week, right? <laughs> hey, it's all for the good. Amen. The Amen. Good. That's right. And, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to find the problem. Where is the identity? Right. Because when you grow up feeling insecure, feeling pride, and feeling bitterness, and here feeling insecure myself... It's because insecurity is making me who I am, right? right? right. Same with you. Pride is making you, and bitterness is making you, right? right? Okay, so this is why. Go ahead. Yeah, and the, it's just that. It's, um, there was no... Um, you don't have that security of saying, like, oh, um, my dad likes the way I am, or my dad appreciates what I like. It was more like, why aren't you like this? Or why can't you do this? You know what I mean? And that, that was more or less why um, I believe it was... From my dad, most the lack of security in my life. Okay, pride. Where does it come from? Who do you see it the most on? I see it from. I love you, mom. I see it from my mom. <laughs> um, mostly because uh, just because it stems from a good. It stems from a place where she she had to be. You know, she had to take care of herself. She had to take care of her own, and um, not having the supportive family that you know that I was blessed with and. And then also, you know, my dad has his fair share of too, uh, of pride as well. You know, having to come into this country illegally, starting from nothing, yeah. and then uh, um, building up to really the wonderful life that they let us have um, as kids. But you know, the pride, in a sense, you know, coming from because you have to be so strong, and you never knew who was out to get you with some of the stuff that yeah. they had to deal with. And what I believe that it's created is almost a hardened heart to certain things and to the point where, absolutely, you know, I think where it carried most over into me is, you know, the, the, the thing of having to be right. And, the, and I think even the way um, my mind works, you know, the reason I like justifying things and facts and, you know, the reason, you know, you've told me I've had an apologetic mind is because I like to be able to prove the things that are right. Correct. Because I like being right. Because there's Correct. a lot of pride things that go into that. Correct. And... It's been a, it's been a, a a cross, if you want to call it, that I've had to carry since it I is. was born because I've, because I've I've seen it and I've dealt with it and um, and I've carried it with me for so long, and um, even to this point where I feel like I've done a tremendous amount better. I mean, you can ask my fiance about that, but um, I believe uh, I've done a, a lot better about uh -huh. it, and and I know there's a lot more room to work on it um, now that I try and you know. Humble myself as much as possible and get rid of as yeah. much as that pride. I yeah. know there's a lot more way to go. Absolutely, Bash. Um, so, I mean, I, I pretty much gave it away, but the the bitterness, uh, obviously, it stems from my mom, and for whatever reason that is, it could be for, uh, you know, from her parents to the the marriage that she experienced. But um, the 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 funny thing is that I didn't 
the, despite the the times that my mom would like tell me, oh, your dad did this and that, your dad's this way, your dad's a hypocrite, I don't know how he's a pastor, this and that. Despite all of that, that's not what got me bitter. What got me bitter was her telling me that over and over and over and over and over again. And then not only that, but telling me what I'm doing wrong all the time, rather than telling me, hey, you're doing this right, and then fix this, this wrong thing in this way. No, it was always what you're doing wrong, and then what your brother's doing wrong, what your dad's doing wrong. Exactly. And it was just that over and over and over again. And it just got me upset. I was like, why, why is it that you have to be so judgmental when you're not perfect yourself, you know? So a lot of it came from my mom. And counterintuitively, instead of her making me bitter towards my dad, it made me bitter towards her because it's just, it's, it's infectious. Yeah, because yeah, you hear it, you hear it from, from her constantly, right. right? Well, now notice one thing. You know, what does it bring? Now, that's part of our weakness. We, in a matter of minutes, we figured out how we, our identity is, yeah. right? So, and, and, and that's, the, that's the motive of this podcast. This is why it's underground, because we're, deep in, we're uh, digging deep. Excuse, uh, excuse my words. I have no idea what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the idea is to help others f- figure it out, you know, to identify themselves. Example, your identity is bitterness, pride, low self-esteem, and same, with, same here with low self-esteem, right? Now, because of the bitterness... It brings bad attitude. Bad attitude. Bitterness always will bring the bad attitude out of you. And you will be constantly angry, constantly mad at people. You're going to wake up upset. You're going to start answering people uh, uh, in a rude way. And those things bring consequences. Am I right? Right, yeah. Now, pride is the same thing. You, you just said it right now. A hardened heart. What happens with a hardened heart? You become stubborn. It's your way or the highway. Right. And that's that. Am I right? Yeah, stubborn, I think, is actually the word I was looking for. Yeah. The best word to, to oh, really yeah. put it. Well, that's where pride comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, rebellion, also. Prideful people are very rebellious. They cannot submit under authority, you know? And, and that's one of the biggest problems that prideful people face. Low self-esteem people. We are not capable of finishing what we start. Yeah. How many projects we started, we never finish, right? Not only that, but we, we stagnate ourselves. We incomplete Whatever we want to do, especially when it comes from God and, and you're trying to follow his will, in reality, we are handicapped uh, to, the, to the work of God because we can never accomplish anything. Right. We don't feel secure enough or capable enough to go ahead and finish it. Exactly. So does this affect us? Absolutely. Absolutely. It affects us. How old are you, uh, Sebastian? I'm 17. 17. How old are you, Leo? Um, 28. 22. 22. I'm 40, 44 tomorrow. So happy birthday to me, right? Hey. Anyway, but the, it, has, it affected me. Low self-esteem was one of the biggest problems I faced through all my life. And I can tell you uh, until I was maybe 35, 36, that I started understanding that I needed to heal. Like Esteban said, it's a, it's a process of healing of the soul, right? If your soul is healed then your spirit and your mind is going to be strong, and you're going to be sharp. Mm-hmm. So now let's figure out the root. Where does this come from? Why have we acquired this identity, identity of bitterness and bad attitude, pride in a heart and heart and being stubborn, you know, uh, low self-esteem and not even able to finish what we start and, 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 and other projects that we desire to finish, and we can because we feel insecure, right? right. Where does it come from? Now, very simple. It comes from a learned behavior. Learned behavior. In other words, 
if you see low self-esteem, you said it was your father. I saw it mostly in my father, my mother, lack of character on my father's side, mm -hmm. and my mother, bitterness, right? So that's how I started my low self-esteem. It, it comes from them. You're prideful too. You know, pride, it also comes from, from, from the parents. Bitterness the same way. Marriage or, or before. I can tell you personally because you're my son, it's from before. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, I was in the middle and all these yeah. things happen, right? But what's the, what's the problem? The problem is that we fall into a vicious cycle of pain. We fall into a vicious cycle of pain. How is this? When our parents were growing up, they themselves came from a dysfunctional family. You know, and I talk to my mother, I talk to my father, and my mother tells me stories about how she was abandoned by uh, her mom. At, at 12 years old, 11 years old, she got dropped off in Nogales, Mexico, with a lady she didn't even know, wow. right? Until she was 18, she was able to move out by herself. And then my father didn't meet her mother, his mother, until he was eight years old. Mm -hmm. Now, look at all these things, and us as adults sometimes take it for granted on the children when we do all these things, and, and when we have domestic violence, and when we fight, and when we're together, they're together, and, and, and arguing, and we have the children there, little did we know that what's happening in reality is that they're soaking in these seeds of bitterness and anger and abandonment and rejection. You know, so here's my, my two parents, my poor mother at 18, finally realizing that she needed to grow up and get out of that place. She moves out. My father at 20 some years old comes to Nogales, Sonora, right? Meets my mother. So here we are, two people with dysfunctional minds. Brokenhearted, abandoned, rejected, decided to make a family. They grew up together, learned together. Fifteen years later, they break everything apart. How can this not happen in a dysfunctional family, right? And now we say, well, some people may be listening. Oh, well, my 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 mom and dad they're still living together, you know. But what kind of life they gave you? I mean, that, that's the question. Was your father in, uh, there all the time, but was he always stuck to the TV? Or was he always working? Where was mom? Uh, handling two jobs and dad too, so you, was, you were never able to see them together? We see dysfunctional there too. You know, absent father, being there, but absent father. Also, because he had to work or maybe uh, other issues or situations from, uh, from home, and he was never there. Mom also the same way, right? So they're alone. Children are growing up dysfunctional. Again, rejected, abandoned, you know, and brokenhearted because of this. I mean, not too long ago, uh, when in November last year in the youth group, a little girl, nine years old, tried to commit suicide because both parents were tr are truckers. Both parents are truckers. Grandma found her hanging on her closet from her neck, trying to, to, to kill herself, you know? 
And this is over parents being absent all the time. They're together, and they were fine, but mom was driving a truck somewhere, and dad was driving a truck somewhere, somewhere else, and here we are, we have a problem, right? Can I ask you a question on that, Pastor? Sure. Can you be, can you be working 60, 70, 80 hours a week and still be there for your children? Because I know you can be absent as far as on a personal basis, but, you know, at least in person, but is there things that somebody that can do, maybe somebody listening saying, but that's what I have to do to make sure there's a head, a, a, a roof over their head. Is there something they would be able to do to be able to say, you know, I may be go this gone, but maybe still teach the kids a certain way or still be there in a certain way, shape, or form? Absolutely. There's definitely something you can do. It's a cliche what I'm going to say, mm -hmm. you know, but it's, it's about the quality time, not about the quantity of the time. Mm -hmm. It's cliche because everybody says it. But guess what? It is the truth. I remember. I remember very well. Um, my kids were little, seven. JC was eight, seven, Sebastian, and Diego was six years old. And I remember asking my pastor. I said, Pastor, I grew up with low self-esteem. What can I do for my kids not to grow up like that? And out of his mouth came something that I practice till this day. And he said, whatever you learn at church and from the word of God, teach your children. Again, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned for new content every week. God bless.